The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. So apparently tomorrow at Cabinet, Eamon Ryan, the Minister and the Green Party leader is going to bring forward a memo to deal with uh, congestion in our towns and cities. It's going to act as an addendum. Uh, ultimately, he hopes uh, what he brings forward uh, to the government's climate action plan. And it will see government consider measures like a 400% increase in public car parking charges, a 10 euro congestion charge first in Dublin city centre and then to other city centres around the country and a reduction in speed limits a reduction of 20 kilometres per hour on speed limits on all national roads in the country all of this to encourage people to get out of their cars and get onto their bicycles or onto buses or trams or trains or walk Pauline O'Reilly is Green Party Senator in Galway and she is with me now Pauline it's always good to talk to you thanks a million for taking the time Um, would you be supportive of measures like this? Hi, Karen. Well, look, our transport system has clearly been too dependent on cars. Cars are king in this country and it leads to the traffic jams, the air pollution, the lower quality of life, particularly in cities. So what we've done over the last couple of years is to really put a huge amount of money into developing bus connects in Dublin, Cork, Galway, um, opening up, in fact, new rail lines like Limerick to Foynes. Um, and there are public consultations now on the, the Cross City bus link for Galway. And also, um, people will remember the 50% reduction on fares for young people, 20% across the board. And all of that is creating a lot more demand. Um, but we do know that we need to reduce down the amount of cars in cities in order to ensure that that uh, public transport can get around, that it's safer for cyclists. But just because uh, it's also about, you know, our emissions and quality of life. So what this strategy is, it's come from, the ideas are coming from the National Transport Authority. Mm. This is, you know, what can we do to make people think twice, you know, and it's on a day-to-day basis. It's not about saying nobody will ever use their car again. It's about saying today, what, what what mode of transport am I going to use? And I do think that we need to vastly increase charges in car parking. Um, I do think that we do need to look at congestion charges. Now, you know, ultimately, I can really only see that working in a very large city um, mm. and it's been done in other cities, large cities. But this is the kind of direction that famous cities like Paris, New York, London, they're all moving in. And I do think that there's an appetite there um, to ensure that, yes, we have massive increase in public funding on public transport, which we've done since we got into government in the Green yeah. Party. But we also need to, to look at how do we say, you know, is it right that you can park for free in some parts of our cities, which I know you can in Galway, for instance. Um, is it right that we continually have pushback against cycle lanes and against removing car parking spaces to make it easier for buses to get through. No, I don't think that is fair. You know, it's not fair on the people who want to use something else which is more sustainable, um, which is healthier and ultimately which, you know, will will make the the city nicer to be in. If people did what you and Eamon Ryan want them to do and, and left their cars at home, is the capacity there in the public transport network as we speak? Well, I mean, this is this is a, a strategy that's being developed over the next year. There'll be a lot of public consultation about it, and it certainly is not a short-term measure. Um, and this is why all of the money has been put into 
to things like capacity because that is the first step. It is on capacity. But remember that there were 37 new rural bus services opened last mm. year, 67 being opened this year. That's one every two weeks for over the, over a two-year period. That's massive and that, that that's a, a real sea change. But there will it is, be but you're coming from a, a very low base. Yeah, exactly. You, you, you kind of took the words there because I'm conscious there'll be people listening to this absolutely supportive and, and they maybe are living very close to towns and city centres and they hate the congestion and the impact it has on their life and they accept the reality of the climate emergency. And then there's others who work in Dublin city centre, but they don't live anywhere near it. And it's not out of choice. They're a commuter because the government have failed them so miserably on housing. And now they think, hold on, there's not a public transport option. And now they want to penalise me because they failed to provide adequate housing in the city. Yeah, and I can understand that. And I mean, as part of this strategy, there will be a real concentration on, you know, looking at the people who don't have any other option and how to support them. But we can't just do nothing either and just say, let's continue with the status quo Mm. because the traffic is going up and up and up and the population is also going up. So it's not sustainable. Something else has to be done. And it's equally not fair. And, you know, there are some parts, particularly of Dublin, where um, you have quite disadvantaged parts of Dublin where you could have 80% of people don't own a car and yet you know there is quite a lot of space well, it's interesting. devoted yeah. to people who own cars Yeah it's interesting though when you mentioned like disadvantaged areas and the cities you mentioned you go to London and, and people it, it would be well aware of how the congestion charges work, the red lines in the road and the big signs up letting you know you're coming into a congestion zone uh, what there's no shortage of though in those congestion zones are luxury cars so London is now a place where rich people can drive, but poor people can't. Is that really what yeah, we want to wait? And I don't think, and I don't think that ultimately we're going to see, uh, you know, Ireland turning into that. But I do think that it has an impact if you know. Uh, you, you you weigh up which is cheaper, you know, and um, and so you can't have a situation where at the moment it is actually free for a lot of people to park their cars. And I don't think that that's the right option either. So there has to be a midway ground there. Um, and, you know, there is investment in EV and EV charging points and all of that is part of it. But ultimately, we have to reduce down the number of cars on the road. And that is that has to be, a, you know, a, okay. a measure around public transport and also measures around reduced car use. But I think that one key element in this has to be around urban school buses because a lot of people are bringing kids to school because they don't feel they have a safe option for the kids and that I think has to be part of the strategy as well and that, that's certainly what I'd be pushing. Can I ask just b- before I let you go Pauline about the rationale then in all of this to reduce speed limits by 20 kilometres an hour on national roads what has that to do with congestion? Well, uh, a part of this is about emissions, you know, so it's, uh, I mean, obviously some of it's about congestion, but some of it's about emissions and and it it does have a reduction in emissions. It's also, look, I mean, there's multiple benefits to reducing down the, um, you know, the speed limit. And one of those is around deaths on our roads. Um, But, you know, in in city centres in particular, we need to reduce down Mm. The, uh, you know, reduce down the speed limit because at the moment it, it has been too okay. high. And I know in, in Gaul, my own city, it is being reduced. Eugene Drennan is with me, President of the Irish Road Haulage Association. Uh, Eugene, let's go kind of in reverse order. We'll start with speed limits. What, what would you and your members make of a 20 
kilometre an hour reduction on national roads? Well, we are curtailed by the speed limits of Europe at the moment. That is, you know, reasonable commercial, uh, commercially viable that we can get on and do our work and get a reasonable amount of work done in a day. For the most part, we're restricted by slow drivers. All over the country, once you move off the motorway circle, we have a lot more slow drivers than we fast drivers. If you observe it as you go yourself, and if you hit, you know, off the motorway system, trucks are held up a lot by slow drivers. And we have a system that is working reasonably well. Why tamper with it? There is a commercial. The one thing that uh, the Greens never is strip out the commercial from the private. And there is a necessity for the supply line to get about this country. And if we tamper much more with it, we're going to damage it so much. And our profitability, our, our, our way of doing business and our ability to give a good service will all be hit. So let's, both this and in the congestion charging, strip out the private from the commercial because it's never done. And all I see in the proposals this year in regards to taxation and congestion charging is more taxation. Yeah. More taxation to put into the whims of the dots that weren't joined up when these, the first round of proposals were originally put to the people or were, were being formulated. And now it's patchwork to try and get funding to prop this sort of circle up. Yeah. This country took no notice of, of emissions in 2016. And now suddenly we must have it all at a higher cost and more level of cost on people. Yeah. Before but, but one would wager, Eugene, and, and listen, God far be it for me to appoint myself government spokesman, but one would wager, I mean, <laughs> that, that, that they would have some sort of exemptions for commercial vehicles. This is about encouraging, as far as I can understand, not necessarily saying I agree with no, all of it, I've but never, encouraging kind I've of people out of, out of their private cars. And we know that the overwhelming majority of journeys are only between 1 and 2K. So getting people out of those cars, I don't think they want to necessarily punish your members who need to be in their trucks. Yes, but let's rip it out from country to city first. People in the country cannot do it. They need to go into town. And they need, you know, elderly people in particular, they need to get somewhere in the region of where they have to go to. They go once or twice a day, particularly to Mass. And that's a, a comfort, and at their age, they should still be able to, uh, to do that with ease and not too costly. And then in the city centre and the cities you've mentioned, I've registered a lot of vehicles in London. You register them for us. And it's the very centre of London, the city area in the West End for people who know it, generally the displacer. The greater London area doesn't have it. And it is thought out well, and you can get to your points around with, with good traffic flow if you need to get from A to B in London by vehicle. Or they have seriously good infrastructure in the tube and buses for those who don't have a car. But yeah. I'm a person who actually took on the green agenda a little bit lately and used the train when I go to Dublin. Okay, between the canals or okay, central Dublin, if you've won one appointment of the day, you may make two, but you definitely cannot make three. Mm. So you have to go another day, or you have to use your car to do it. That's the reality of the infrastructure yeah. as it well, exists. And it isn't in any, like there are other cities other than Dublin. There's Cork with its challenges of its hill, hills and with the challenges of uh, that it doesn't have quite the, as big an infrastructure in buses and that as it does in Dublin. Yeah. 
Well, so, listen, you're, put, you're, put, you're, put, you're, put, you're pushing an open door with, with me when it comes to the trains because the last train home to Kilkenny doesn't even go to Kilkenny. It stops in Carlow and that's some walk, I can tell you, uh, if I had to do it in the evening, which is why uh, I have to use my car. Listen, Blake Boland from AA Ireland is with me as well. Blake, when you take it in the round, all of these measures, I mean, it's very much a case of uh, stick and, and little evidence of carrot. Is that fair? That's right, yeah. We're looking forward to get the full details from Minister Eamon Ryan. And we do fully accept that we need to cut down on carbon emissions. Um, our cities and our towns are quite congested with cars at the moment. And that's got uh, plenty of issues that come along with it. And we know that there's going to be a little bit of pain for people as we make this transition. And that it's both the carrot and the stick, as you mentioned there. But uh, we're just concerned about the stick and also the people that that applies to. Um, so people who have the money to get past the congestion charges and it might inadvertently affect or, or over punish some people mm. in a, a time at the moment where cost of living is, is very, very difficult for, for a lot of people out there. Yeah, I, I mentioned like there'd be two schools of thought, like there'd be people who, who would absolutely be supportive of this because they're so put off by congestion or because they're so exercised with the climate emergency and I mentioned the other example I mean the nurse working in Hollis Street who would love to rent close to work but can't and is commuting and is forced to drive because the public transport isn't there and she or he will feel that they're being kind of financially punished uh, because of the government's uh, housing failures it sounds like this is the type or these are the types of measures you introduce after you've got capacity public transport capacity so that that nurse and everybody else can have the option. That's right, Kieran. Yeah, we, we need to have alternatives in place. So if we, we want to discourage people from parking in towns um, and there's increased charges, okay, these are measures to consider, all right. But if we're talking about the nurse that's trying to come in to do her shift in Hollis Street, she's really struggling perhaps to pay those charges, whereas the stockbroker in a very, very expensive car possibly coming through the port tunnel, 10 euros in the morning, doesn't really matter. Parking charges, doesn't really matter. Yeah. So we do recognise that, that measures are needed to, to make this transition together as a country, but just that, that we, we don't hurt the, the wrong people um, too much. Well, you, you mentioned the stockbroker, and apologies to all stockbrokers listening, I'm not having a go at you, but, but I gave the example of London earlier, and congestion charges have reduced the number of cars in the city, but when you go there, there's no shortage of luxury cars. So people with money can still drive into London. What it has gotten rid of are poor people. Poor people just cannot drive into the city. That's the effect of congestion charges. Anyway, 53106 is the text number. But like I said, we're on WhatsApp 087 1400 106. Save that into your phone. You don't have to put it in ever again. The News Talk logo will be there and it doesn't cost you a single red cent to get in touch. And that is how most people are getting in touch. 087 1400 106. I need to be at work at 6am. My job is 18 kilometres away in Monaghan Town. If I don't take my car, there's no other choice. Greens are in la la land again. If you increase charges, parking or other, then you only make the wealthy capable of driving into town. Neve says, I'd love to hear the thoughts on city centre access for families. How can we make it easier to take multiple kids into city centres without cars? Public transport is not baby or child friendly, especially with more than one or two, even where it is at least available. I find myself relying on my car and as a result, my kids don't know their own city as it's so difficult to use a car in Dublin. And one more for the moment, rural public transport not fit for purpose. So says Neil in Offaly. Keep... The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.